And breaking me voice. <clears throat> you do have a great voice, though. So I'm, worth, worth, worth I'm, I'm not fishing, but I do appreciate it. But but uh, you know, it's it it just it it's it's gone a bit a bit. What's the word? A bit uh, kind of raspy. You're too young to rasp. That's what I thought. Yeah. But then again, you would <laughs> you say that rasp. as my carer. You would say that. Not your carer, yes, but uh, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, I know that. The winter's coming in fast. Yes. Um, and we did have that conversation yesterday on on text. You were on fire yesterday, by the way. I was feeling good yesterday. I was having a good day. Or yeah. maybe I was just procrastinating. There was one or two things you texted me and I actually laughed. I you actually laughed? Oh, I laughed out loud. Oh, you lolled. Oh, I, I lolled. I didn't like to say did it because I'm not down with the kid. Did I what? Did you ruffle? Ruffle? You what? The ruffle copter. That's when you roll ruffle. Is it like roll on the floor laughing? I, I'd need to go back and check your text. You do make me laugh, but uh, I'd need to go back and check and see how funny they were. Are we? Let me let me just go back. Okay. I was very fucking competitive. I can see that all right. You see, I can see your face when when you do these, and you do you do the you put them in caps as if you're shouting, and I can see the Neve face going. <laughs> I do have a face. Yeah. Oh yeah. I am. I am expressive. Yeah. <laughs> Fairly, fairly expressive. Anyway. I have a very, have a very just a side note, quick yeah, side note. I have yeah, a very yeah. inexpressive forehead, which is why some of my friends don't believe that they don't have Botox. Okay. Because my skin isn't cracking. It's I don't move my forehead and I have absolutely zero fine lines at all, which at my age, I'm not that old, but all my mates do. And they think that I'm getting help. Yeah. But I'm not. I but, just don't use my forehead. It's just the muscles don't move. But your 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 whole head looks like it's only about 18. Good. I do look younger than I am, which has perks and, you know, there's also a lot of drawbacks, but um, I'll take it. Well, exactly. Um, won't do you any harm. Um, should we start? Yes. We're five minutes in. Yes, okay. Well, my first uh, story in the category of current affairs is alcohol assumption 
no alcohol consumption. alcohol assumption a really bad story. Alcohol consumption plummeted by almost 20% in the first three months of 2021. Not mine. I thought it would be... Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me because I thought we would all have been drinking more during the pandemic at home. Now, this is... this is, It's a little bit inconclusive. I'm trying to understand this article properly. So, the amount of alcohol consumed this year was down substantially on the same period in 2020. And I do think that that overall figure is being impacted by the closure of pubs. Um, so I'm not sure how exactly you can compare it or whether the home consumption has been properly monitored or whatever. But the interesting thing for me was that generally our alcohol consumption has come down massively in the last 30 years, which I didn't know. Um, so alcohol consumption declined by 6.6% in 2020, so it's its lowest level in 30 years, and it's almost 30% lower than the peak of 2001. So we're actually drinking less these days than we were. I think we're probably drinking more expensively. I think people are on the craft beers and they're on the, the nice spirits. That, I think that's only that's only the young fellas do that. People my age don't drink those craft beers. What do you drink? Heineken? Yeah. Fair enough, because you're a real man. <laughs> No, it's because I don't like beer. <laughs> beer is repulsive to me. It is repugnant and disgusting. Yeah, you don't really drink at all. I don't really drink at all, but I would not say no to an Aperol Spritz mm -hmm. of a sunny afternoon, but I can only really have one because if I have two, I get absolutely hammered. Um, I would imagine, I've never seen you drunk, I would imagine that is hilarious. It is very funny to a certain point, mm -hmm. and then it becomes less funny. Okay. Then I, then I cry. So don't go that far. You <laughs> okay. have to stop. There's the floodgates. When you when you reach the the precipice of the floodgates, you yeah. must you must stop. You must know the one that's too many, which is usually two. Right, that many. <laughs> well, it depends. I want a nice punchy aperol spritz. That's what I want. And that's okay. not, don't mind a pims on the beach. Of course. Would say would say yes to because I lived in London for a while and everyone drinks pims there, and I don't mind a really nice. Vodka. You see, it depends. You, you say that. You say everyone. I, I worked over there for years, and um, the people I was, I was in. I'm in the entertainment industry. They weren't drinking pims. They were drinking no. lots of other stuff. Lots, lots of other, other stuff. stuff. Yes. I am an anomaly. <clears throat> but it wasn't pims. Yes. No. But I'm not good at alcohol anyway, because I, I always feel like I have enough going on in my mind palace without any interference from any other substances. Like, there's enough going on in here to entertain me, so I don't want to mess with it. Yes. Well, you're, ver enough. you're very entertaining without the alcohol. <laughs> I'm glad that you think so. My dog thinks so, too. So that's cool. But, like, you know, throw a ball at her and she's entertained. So she's kind of... Where is um, Stevie, by the way? She is actually sitting on a pile of laundry which is one of her favorite things to do. So it's laundry day, and uh, which she finds very exciting because she can kind of sort through it and find the bits that she likes. So what, what, is not, what is not to like about sitting on a pile of laundry? She's, also, she's in luck today because I'm washing all the winter coats. So it's all the kind of the puffy jackets oh, that excellent. we have. So you can really get a good sit on on a puffy jacket and it feels really nice in your bum, I think. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, so she's uh, she's sitting in a big white puffy jacket surrounded by underwear, which is one of her favourite situations <laughs> to be in. We're back to our Japanese vending machines, aren't we? It always comes back to a Japanese vending machine. <laughs> it does. So, oh, listen, I suppose to try and get back to what you were saying, we're drinking less. Um, I know Apparently. I am. What's that? Apparently we are drinking less. Yeah. 
Well, if it says it, if it says it wherever you got that information, which you didn't credit, which is most unlikely. I did, in fact. You just, you just failed to listen to you, me. You probably heard my, my phone rang. That's what happened, uh, <laughs> Mister Ever, Mister Professional. Rookie error. And I, I like the way you just kept talking over it as well. Well done. <laughs> what is your current affairs piece? Before I go on too long. Do you know how old Australia's oldest ever man is? Hundred and eighteen years. Nope. 109 13 no no okay close yeah 107 no 112 no you're gonna make me go through it 111 yes that's a bit like the father ted episode no clues um Australia's oldest ever man has, uh, he's, he's 111, uh, he marked, I think it was last Monday, 124 days since he turned 111, a day older than World War One veteran Jack Lockett was when he died in 2002, so this oh, guy is now the, exactly, 111, what does he put it down to, his longevity, I mean, every time you see somebody somewhere in the world who's ancient, uh, they always say, I did, I ate this, or I did this, or I, whatever. What do you yes. think this guy puts his, his his longevity down to? Coca-Cola and hard knocks. Ooh, no, but I like it. I think <laughs> I'll take that up and hope to live to 111. <laughs> Eating chicken brains. That is not something you can ever see coming in someone's <laughs> sentence. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Christ. Um, How do you eat chicken brains? Like, do you fry them? Do you grill? I imagine they'd be nicer fried. I wouldn't mind some tempura chicken brains, perhaps. Well, you know, he told the Australian Broadcasting Company in an interview at his nursing home in rural Queensland, uh, before the milestone, that a weekly poultry delicacy had contributed to more longevity. Chicken brains. Chicken brains. You know, chickens have a head, and in there, there's a brain. And they're delicious little things. There's only one little bite. God, there's only one little bite. That's awful. I imagine it'd be a cheap delicacy, seeing as nobody else is would going want to, to eat it. Um, it's a thing. Is it a thing? Yeah. Well, apparently his memory is amazing for a 111 year old. Because he's eating brains. He's eating brains. Yep. I mean, I'm a big fan of using as much of an animal as possible. If you're going to eat an animal, you oh, may yeah. as well. Called, like not snake to tail or whatever they call it, but trying to use all of the all of the parts so you're not wasting poor old animal. But the chicken brains, I might stick to the chicken nuggets. Yeah, you know, I, people do eat. And I was watching uh, Rick Stein last week, and he was eating tripe soup. I where... don't even really know what tripe is. Okay, now you're in for a treat. Uh, tripe is the the stomach of sheep or cows. Right, so a bit like haggis in some way? No, absolutely not. Because I have tried haggis, I would never ever try tripe. My father used to eat tripe very rarely. And my mother would cook it for him. It's stank. It is absolutely... You, you, you have to... I think you have to boil it for like 14 days or something to make it edible. It's It's white and it has bits on it. You see the what I'm doing there, and and yeah, because it, it's the inside of the stomach, so it, it it breaks down the food when it goes in. It is absolutely now. I never tried it to be fair, and Rick Stein said it was lovely. It looks rotten, um, and it smells terrible. Why would you try it? Is it because it is good for you, or because you think it's really nice to eat? Like, no. In his case, it was really nice to eat. My father, in all probability, who grew up in the 1920s, um, would have 
there wouldn't have been that much meat around. So this was probably something that was was available and was um, wasn't too expensive. No, I mean he, he didn't live in like he grew up in reasonably good. I mean his, his father worked in the, in in the railway. They weren't they weren't exactly living in tenements, but you know it, it was it was cheap and and he loved it. Okay, I mean he missed a trick with the chicken brains. Very much so. But he would eat uh, anything. To be fair to him. I can understand that. I don't know that I will be rushing to the butchers anytime. Nor me. Absolutely not. But you can still get it. Anyway, that, that's something. Is there anything else? Hearts. Have you ever eaten hearts? No, I've never eaten a heart. I would eat a heart before I would eat a tongue. Sheep hearts are actually quite nice. You can do them. You need to you need to do them slowly uh, and you can you can um, stuff them. But, but they do they, they they taste quite nice. I haven't eaten anything wild. I like snails. Yeah. But like garlic. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything weird I've eaten. I haven't eaten a lot of weird things. I don't feel like I am put off by a lot of things. Chicken brains possibly would do it. This is it. But sheep heart, I might, I might give it a, might give it a go. Um, again, something that 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 I would have had as a youngster, which which I, I know a lot of my mates wouldn't have had. I mean, I'm I'm a bit, I, I'm happy enough to try things. I mean, I've tried kangaroo. Um, have you had kangaroo? No, never. Um, I was in an Australian restaurant and, and they had kangaroo, so I tried it. But they, they've loads of kangaroo over in, over in uh, Australia. The things are all over the place, so they kill them and eat them. Well, that makes sense. Exactly. Crocodile? Have you? Is that really tough? Crocodile? It wasn't. Uh, it was in an expensive restaurant in London that I tried that, so it, it shouldn't have been tough. Um, again, just like kind of gamey flavory thing, you know. Ostrich? Have you had ostrich? No. Ostrich steaks were, were a big thing. I, I had that in Ireland uh, in, in a, um, a thing here that for a long time, well, for for a bit of time in the would have been the nineties. Um, people over here were, were there were ostrich farms that were selling ostrich steaks. So they were they were raising these ostriches, and they were you know going to going to take over from beef. Wow, I remember there was a fancy butcher's in Terranura that used to serve all of that. Oh yeah. Exotic stuff. And I do remember one time in England going into Waitrose and seeing as part of the Waitrose essential range, which cracked me up a little bit, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure, there was an ostrich egg. Of course. Uh, which is, is an essential. How big was that? It was about, it was like a big Easter egg. Um, well, oh, yeah. an average Easter egg. Yeah. Big. Very big. Egg. Big for an egg, small for a baby. That's true. Yeah, that's how I judge things. That's from the snapper, yeah. by the way. <laughs> a movie I haven't seen in a very, very, very long time. Although I remember loving the book. <clears throat> Great movie. Have you have you watched the thing on RTE at half nine on uh, on Sunday nights? Roddy Doyle and um, what's his name, Colin Meaney. No, I've never been meaning to. We're gonna have to get it back on the player. Do it's very good. Um, it is. Good. Let's get back to what we're here to do. That's my piece. Uh, your man is old and eats brains. And that's <laughs> that's current affairs because because it was in the news during the week. That's as good as it gets. There's a talking point for you to share with your friends. Yes, by indeed. Yes. So moving on to culture, this is a a follow-up piece. Not just that I was too lazy to do original research, but (laughs) I have become excited by the fact that Enchanted 2, also called Disenchanted, is coming to Greystones and Tenniscary. And I would love to take part as an extra, but um, I'm not going to. Hmm. It's also Uh, also called, by the way, That Wake Low Movie. Yeah. (laughs) But it's all exciting for people to have a bit of magic. And that was a great elf fairy tale the first time around. So uh, this is making my culture section because I walk around, um, it's basically like house porn for me. I walk around the Burnaby in Greystones. I go to the, I walk from Bray to Greystones. I eat in the happy pair, walk around the Burnaby and get the, get the old dart. 
back to break. That's my that's one of my summer walks. Um, so I walk around and they pick the most beautiful house in the Burnaby to turn into a pink princess pad, and they've created a turret and they've made it even more gorgeous than it already was because it's already pretty magical out there. But I imagine that the people of Greystones are having a great old time. Apparently, all the actors are really enjoying Ireland too, uh, despite our weather, because we have had a very disappointing May. It's been a bit terrible, all right. It's been terrible, so I'm expecting a really good summer. Oh no, my summer! Aha! There you go. <laughs> Do you know what that is? That's the phone. Decline. It is the phone. But the reason that it rang is because, and I don't know how to undo it, it must be really simple. When my phone is, when my phone is on silent, it rings on my laptop. Oh, right. So they're connected, yeah. which is really annoying. So when I get a text, it comes in on my laptop. When I get a call, it comes in on my laptop. So I'm going to have to disconnect that before next week or just turn my phone onto airplane mode, better than silent. Yes. Um, <laughs> Either or. Well, listen, and, and listen, I wasn't half as professional as you. I didn't keep going. Well, I knew it was going to happen to me because I laughed at you and I knew that pride would go before fall and <laughs> probably will happen again because I do not know how to disconnect this laptop from the phone. That's because um, you're so technical. Anyway, do, do you want to get back to your bit? Well, no, my bit is just, my bit is just, we're done. That was it. Really exciting. That was it. They painted the house pink and it looks gorgeous and it's all very magical. And yeah, spring, we need a bit of magic sprinkled on Dublin. And it reminded me very much of the, the magic of Matt Damon last year. Oh, it's yes. Wonderful. And there's still pictures of him. And when you go around Dalky of all the places he visited, I was sitting in the corner and I was on this big picture of Matt Damon there, I think with the owner and that he was lovely. And um, yeah, that was really cool. Matt Damon came and was deadly and everyone loved him and left him alone. Brilliant. Are, are there any big stars for the Disney movie? There's Amy Adams, who is a big star. There's Patrick Dempsey. I think Idina Menzel, who I always pronounce her name wrong after hearing John Travolta make a mess of it mm-hmm. at an award ceremony, which I think was the Oscars. So now I can't say it because I just think of John Travolta. Um, and I'm sure there are others, but there's, yeah, definite, definite star factor. And a load of my friends have signed up to be extras. This is, I mean, I know we don't have an awful lot else going on, but it's something, <laughs> it's great. Isn't it brilliant? It. Isn't it brilliant? Like, look, brilliant. yes, it's nearly no. as good as Ryan's daughter coming to, coming to Kerry. <laughs> that's a, a yeah. little, that's oh, a reference, exactly. a reference for the teenagers there. Oh, the teenagers will be really, really into it. Yes, they'll, be very interested. they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> What is your culture beef? Uh, my top 10. Ah, yes. I love the weekly top 10. What are we going now? Top 10 <clears> most <throat> miserable things that can happen to you. No, I have three they for like you. Three okay. for you. Oh, great. Okay. Um, you won't like the first one. Top 10 love songs. I think we let's carry over. Too um, happy. Yeah. The top 10 German international hit songs. Interesting. Oh, you see. And the top, top 10 family pets. <laughs> top 10... I'm going to go for a top 10 family pets because I can probably come up with the first three and after that I'm a bit stumped. And I hope a snake isn't on there. Weirdos. I'll tell you what, do you want to give me the top three and then we'll count them down from the top? So Top is a dog. Okay. Second is a cat. Yeah. And then the third is potentially a rabbit. Okay, let's count them down. Okay. Number 10, a mouse. A mouse? I've never known anyone to have a mouse. That's. I think a mouse got lucky to make it to the top ten. Uh, I've known people years ago who would have mice in, in, in little cages. Okay. Are they good crack? I mean... <laughs> They're good for experimenting <laughs> on, you know. Give them give them, uh, give them them vaccines. Give them, uh, give them those drugs. They're great like that. That's really helpful. You can grow ears on them. 
I was just gonna just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that I've never met anyone. I feel like a mouse would get through the bars of a cage. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in favour of a mouse. I'm not a keen mouse fan either. Uh, on no. a similar subject, at nine, guinea pig. A guinea pig. A guinea pig. I'm surprised they only got nine. Um. Yeah, but there are other things like it in the uh, down uh, which are higher. At eight, fish. Fish only made eight. Yeah. Okay. I quite like a fish, but I always feel sad when I see them because I want to bring them back to the ocean. They don't always want to go. I hope that they don't. I hope they're all very happy. I'd love to have some fish. They're very restful. Why, don't, I just you, feel why don't you get some fish? There's very little looking after on them. Uh, I. The other thing is, I freak out when they die. I don't like a dead fish. I had a goldfish, and I'd say I must have had it for seven or eight years. Did you? Yeah. Wow, I've heard of these really old goldfish. I had a friend who had some, like a koi, something koi. Yes, yeah. That was over 30. Yeah. Like and they, it was not that big. It looked like a goldfish. Yeah, they don't. They, they tend to grow, I think, to the size of their environment. So if you have, yeah. if you go out to the Black Rock Clinic, I was out there um, not having anything crack, done. Like, just for the crack. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I was picking up somebody. But I went in and they have a little, a little lake when you walk in, as you do. Um, and it has koi there. And I think it has goldfish as well. But they're big. Like they're, 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 yeah, like a normal fish. I think, as far as I know, they, they grow to the size of their environment. Well, my friend's koi fish, some kind of a fish that looked like a koi that she said was part koi in some in some way. I don't know if she knew. Ate all of the, <laughs> ate all of their mates. Ah, well then. Didn't, didn't want any friends. Just wanted to be left alone. Cannibal koi. Cannibal koi. <laughs> you know what you need to do? You need to write that book. Uh, just <laughs> give me give me the credit for the for the um, for for the title. At seven, That's a bird. Cool. A bird. Now I don't like a pet bird because I do feel sorry for a pet bird. If I was a bird and I was in a cage, I'd be annoyed. Yeah. I don't have a view one way or the other. I have a friend who had a parrot who was very entertaining and yeah. used to swear a lot. And her dad was some kind of local government person. Right. And the bird used to, Claude, used to um, always wait until his important people came around and then unleash a torrent of abuse. It was wonderful. As an eight-year-old, I loved that. But someone must have thought it to do it in the first place. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Is all That's I'm saying. It reveals all the family secrets. Oh, yeah. Claude. Yeah. Uh, at six, a gerbil. A gerbil, yeah, I would expect a gerbil to be up in top six, yes. And a hamster, I presume, gets the next Don't you get ahead of yourself, miss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> At five, a rabbit. A rabbit only five. Okay, fair enough. Um, I told you about the girls who walk their rabbits outside our, our, our uh, office here. More power to them. Yeah, and your friend, actually. You, I did tell you. <laughs> um, at, at four, a hamster. Okay, yeah. Predictable. Predictable um, at, entry. At list. three, right? And I never, ever, ever would have got this. Yes. A chinchilla. Who's got a, I've never met anyone with a chinchilla. I've met people with ferrets and I've never met anyone with a chinchilla. I, I don't, don't even know what a chinchilla is. I'm not really sure. I know it, it just makes me think of the Chim Chim Cherry song. Yeah. I imagine it looks like a ferret in some way. Maybe. I know what a chin is. But I don't know what a chinchilla is. That's it. I know what a chin is. I know what Chilla Black is. But I don't know what a <laughs> chinchilla is. <clears throat> That's number I three. Like, I feel like we've been shortchanged here. Oh, uh, well. Uh, you're right about two and one. Two cat, one dog. Fair enough. No snakes, which I'm happy about. No, no snakes. That's 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 a that's an interesting list. I think my nephew had a snake. He certainly had lizards. A lizard I can handle. A snake I don't like. I used to go out with somebody whose brother had a pet snake, and the snake escaped in the house, and they didn't tell me. Right. Uh, but the snake was found under a bed two weeks later. And I know other people who've had snakes who've also escaped, 
and they've had to go subtly around the neighborhood looking for a snake, not letting on that the snake had got loose so that they wouldn't terrify people. But presumably there weren't, there weren't dangerous snakes. No, but they're still disgusting, aren't they? <laughs> I, I have to say, okay. I, I, to be fair, I'm not a fan. Of, not a fan of a snake. A snake freaks the hell out of me. I mean, I can handle rats. I can handle lots of things, but I cannot handle a snake. Hmm. No. Yes. Uh, no way it was intended, but I do not want to see. A, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a reptile person. No, doesn't do anything I mean, for me. Majestic and beautiful and everything, but they should stay where they where they are and not come to my house. Wherever that is. Yes. Oh, St. Patrick uh, had the right idea. <laughs> Get them gone. Get out of there now, you'll be gone. Get out, big Egypt. <laughs> You're a wild card, madam. Uh, back to booze. Oh, excellent. Secret codes that bartenders use to sneakily talk about customers while working. Okay. I don't know how they get time. They look so busy. I guess mm-hmm. they're not busy now. Sorry, bartenders. But you will <laughs> yes. be soon. So they use a code to talk about people. So it seems to be quite numerical. Yeah. 86 means running out of product, apparently. 200 means there's a customer waiting. 50 means to catch. I don't know why you'd need that. Would you need to catch something? Are they throwing things No idea. 700 to refer to an attractive customer. Although, apparently, some some bartenders have clarified for us here in the mirror that 700 meant they thought you're the hottest person in the building, while 699, or 699, don't know how bartenders say it. I'm sure they're very cool. Mean that you're a hottie. And others refer to female punters they fancy using the word shoes and some bartenders have had to change that to garnishes to make sure that other bartenders who are customers don't get what they're talking about so they're talking about us and i hope i hope they're i hope they are i like that one <laughs> where, where did you get that in the mirror in the mirror yeah and presumably that's english bartenders is it yeah, I've worked in bars, and I've never had a, a cool code. We used to just be like, look at your man over there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My, I'm, my, I'm going to be looking after him. Um, my, bro- him. my brother was a barman for years. He served his apprenticeship as a barman, so he, he was a real barman. He could, he could unlike most oh, yeah. English barmen, he could serve like more than one person at the same time. I'm terrible, terrible, terrible bar staff person in general, and I drop everything. It's, but I will chat to people. Yeah, but and you're, that's you're, you're not you're not a bartender <clears throat> or a ba- hang on for a second. They're not called bartenders. They're called barmen or barwomen. Like, let's be honest. Who who calls them bartenders? Well, maybe the youths today do. I said, yeah, you're not allowed. You're, you're going to be all very careful. Bar these days. person, but bar, yeah, maybe bartender. Um, no, that's the, the one of the things that uh, that always gets me about uh, the UK. Well, certainly down south when you go in, and they can't possibly serve two customers at the same time. Whereas your Irish guy, uh, you walk into an Irish bar and he sees you walking in in the first place. He's serving fifteen people and he asks you what you want while he's pulling the others. And he remembers that's them all. Magical. And remembers it all. And then knows how to charge you. Yeah. And then how to give you the correct change. Yeah. I just think that it's a magical art. And it is one which eludes me massively. And I am not suited to it. But I never got fired because I could chat to customers and make them feel good if I spilled something on them. Ah, so really there you good. go. Yeah, I still got tipped, even though I was terrible. You see? They fell in the sp- eyes. Still in the chat. They felt sorry for you. Where were you a bartender? A bar person? Uh, on my J1s. In, in the Hawaii. in Hawaii, yeah, right. yeah. They just opened up Hawaii for the the Irish kids, so it was as easy to go there as to go to New York as to go anywhere. So I was incredibly privileged to went to Hawaii. So you <laughs> went to Hawaii for your yeah, you J1. That just about there. sums you up there, Neve. That does. Then you go and you teach all your piano lessons and all your French lessons. And you save up for the year and you take off to Hawaii for four months because why would you not? 
I'm, I'm exceptionally jealous, let me tell you. But, uh, I'm they, jealous of younger me. They, <laughs> I wish I was on my stadium. <clears throat> they, they weren't Irish bars, though, were they? In Hawaii. No, uh, they have Irish bars in some parts. But no, I never wanted to work in an Irish bar. I always wanted to work in one of those. I used to work in beach bars, which were on stilks, and they looked out over the ocean as the sun went down over the beach. It was amazing. You have told me about your adventures in Hawaii, and I feel jealous every time you mention it. I feel worried that I've done you out of your wild card. Um, you have, have you have done me out of a wild and it's a really good one. I'll tell you what it is. We'll hook it for the next time. I'll tell you. Send an episode. Send an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hook it for the next time. It's jobs, jobs that no longer exist. Oh, I love these things. Because we were talking last week or the week before, and my first job was delivering telegrams uh, in the post office. Job doesn't exist anymore. Again, you know, very much the um, the, the the text service I was today. Uh, but we, I, I've come up with a bunch of them. Or if you have any any suggestions, you can uh, you can get in touch. I'm, talk- I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listener, the one we have. Um, <clears throat> but love that listener. We are out of time, so we will have to wait till next week for that. No, don't yeah. be sorry. I look forward to it very much. Hmm. Um, do you want to do the outro? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I do want a script. That was Look at Where You Listen. If you would like to contribute your views, uh, news and stories are always welcome at Look at Podcast on Twitter or you can email us lookit at uniquemedia.ie. That's very impressive that you got that far without falling <laughs> over. Um, I certainly wouldn't, but I've got it written in front of me. Subscribe and leave a rating or review in your podcast platform of choice. By the way, uh, so I, I was going to call her Sideshow Mel. She's not. She is uh, <laughs> Social Media Mel. Sideshow Mel. God, yeah. I messed it up. Yeah, Social Media Mel. Yes. She it was has, very funny this week. Very funny. About yeah, she was great. I mean, she, she looks after all the, all the social media for for this racket. And <clears throat> she said she she wouldn't mind if you'd, you'd maybe retweet. I know. I've been... No, you did so, You did something during... You did click something during the week. I saw you. Did you do like something? Yeah, I did. I liked something. Yes. Uh, look, uh, look at you. You liked it. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. I had a conversation just before we we came in to do this with uh, with social media mail, and she said, "Will you ask her to retweet?" Uh, yes. <laughs> I hope I never meet social media mail in person. She's going to kill me. You know, she's only small, but she's very aggressive. It's usually the way. Yeah. It's like my dog. He's small but mighty. Exactly. That's it. It's a pile of laundry. So basically what you're saying is you're going to do some retweets this week. Yes, that is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. We look forward to it. See you next week. Bye. Look it. 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 Will you listen? listen? Produced by Unique Media.